0: now you're extreme i am extreme it's all shit uh, uh, this shit is bananas B A N A N A S. this shit is trump T R U M P A N A N A S. what i don't know i don't even know Hey, everybody. Welcome to Dumb Gay Pandemic Politics. I'm Julie. And I'm Brandy. And this is the podcast where we talk about the week in coronavirus politics, like we're talking about reality TV.
1: Girl. <laughs> Kamala. Uh. Kamala Harris. Fucking Kamala Harris. Can we even take it? No, we can't. <laughs> we can't. Are deceased. We
0: lost our lifestyle. Yeah. We fell down a well of happiness like baby Jessica and don't want to be saved until she's officially vice president.
1: <sighs> I mean, we've just spent the week glowing. Yeah. We're on twinkle toes. We're on twinkly, tinkly, <laughs> tiddly doodly doo do toes. If you guys can't hear our smiles and our twinkling and glowing and smiling and glowing and tooting. <laughs> And you know what? meow out. Yes. I'm going to have to be a credit monger Please for a few minutes. Please do. Please do. Because I Yes. invented <laughs> yes. the dream <laughs> yes. of Joe Biden and Kamala Harris mm-hmm. well over a year ago mm-hmm. on this very podcast. Yes. And I don't even want it to be said that I predicted it because <laughs> literally no one had even thought about it yet. Mm-hmm. And I what I did was yeah. I invented it, okay? mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Look at the timeline. Look at the timeline. Joe Biden officially joined the race in April. And six weeks later, I invented (laughs) his entire future. Okay. And the future of the entire world. In fact, Mm -hmm. I'm basically like a hybrid of Nostradamus and Thomas Edison. It's I mean,
0: we have uh, you, 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 you created, you stirred it up. You put the ingredients in Yeah You made the recipe You cooked it up You baked it You cooked it You fried it You microwaved it You put it in the freezer Because it needed a year to settle Right And then Open the freezer Defrosted it What
1: (laughs) happened? (laughs) It came out and it was still good still Wonderful.
0: Good. If my mom's listening she knows She puts the challah or the Brownies <laughs> or the chocolate chip cookies In the freezer for years My mom too years. Pops it out puts it on the table goes You know when this is from And we go no they go your bat mitzvah or whatever And My was mom like, wow. puts
1: the cookies The cookie dough but already formed into the cookies Then you take it out and bake the shit Oh <sighs> She's oh. taking it into the next level That's what freezing is for mm-hmm. I want to pull some shit out from high school and be like Yep Yeah you can we could have
0: if we kept it We should have I should have kept like the post apple pie Well ever since Joe Biden said During the last tragic socially distanced Corona debate with Bernie Sanders That he would commit to choosing a woman as his running mate We have been waiting For it to be Kamala Harris So that we could finally Play this clip from last June Okay
1: Before we play it real quick, full disclosure, we say her name wrong in the clip. (laughs) We had been pronouncing her name wrong for years until we watched her campaign debut press conference with Joe Biden last week, where she made it beyond clear that it was pronounced Kamala. Mm -hmm. You know, it's unfortunate (laughs) and really kind of ruins these receipts, but... Just know that it truly didn't come from a bad or dismissive place on our part. So I just don't want anyone to get triggered and I don't want anyone to give us their notes. (laughs) Most importantly.
2: (laughs) I want to see the mistakes.
1: Here's the mic drop. Okay. Mm -hmm. Dropity drop. Mm -hmm. So I was thinking about Biden. I'm like, I'm like, you know, my one of my really, really, really good friends. um, I'm not going to say her name. Um, because this isn't even in any shade towards her. Because um, I know that this is how I was, too. She told me, I might have even told this, I might have told this before, but she told me she didn't know who the vice president is right now. She said she knows Joe Biden mm-hmm. because he was president during Obama. Right. So I knew she will not vote unless Biden is the... Uh, candidate oh, because right. she will not have She doesn't, know. She doesn't have any name recognition okay. So because of that I started being like Fuck you know what I mean Like I would give my left hit to have Elizabeth Warren I just would mm-hmm. But I understand That it probably needs to be Biden Because of people like her um, And Anyone who is disenfranchised Who stopped paying attention after Obama Which I totally get I totally relate to There is no way I can barely even remember old fucking Tim Kane or whatever. Like, I would never, <laughs> if we didn't do this oh, podcast God. and I wasn't around a fucking gay person um, 99.9% of my entire day, mm-hmm. I would never know Mike Pence. Never in a million years. He's just not a star. He just right. isn't. Mm-hmm. And you just wouldn't know him. He's just background. Right. He's wallpaper. Unless gay people love to, like, make him more than wallpaper. But he's really just wallpaper yeah. to anyone else. Everyone's just like, what? I don't care. Right. now, What I thought was Biden fucking Kamala Harris. First female period. First female vice president. You're going to get all the people who loved Obama, who, who aren't paying attention at all, who know Biden's name with Kamala Harris. Chills. Chills. Um, chills
0: Some, i got um like a you got a titty like heart on. itch i thought it looked like i thought, my it like, got itchy. I, I thought your and boobs
1: looked like they got like a little hard. yeah they got itchy. Yeah. and um <laughs> like she started kind of caressing the front of her boobs yeah
0: because it got like that feeling where you're like oh <laughs> yeah. it's like itchy yeah
1: um that's genius obviously they would win how fucking amazing would that be they'd win they would win if and i, I don't mean, get to look at kamala harris up in my goddamn eye <laughs> and also here's the best thing here's the best thing here's the best thing Everybody's saying he's only one term because he's 900. Kamala Harris becomes president. Yes. For eight fucking years. Yes. <laughs> that is yes. amazing. And I already know everyone's on the the Mitch McConnell bandwagon because of what? Because of this, this podcast. podcast. That's right. So right now, get into it, everybody. I apologize sincerely. Iran, Jesse, everyone who loves... Bernie, I apologize. I apologize. Listen, I love Elizabeth. I'm not going to get. We're not going to get Liz. We're not going to get fucking no. Betty. We're not right. going to get Eliza. We're not no. going to get Liza. No.
0: Liza and Betty. We're not going to get Bitsy, getting, We're not, not getting, getting any no, of them. We're not. We're, we're not. Not, not getting
1: Betty
2: Buckley and <laughs> Liza Minnelli on yeah. stage. Liza Warren. We're not getting them. It's Liza, uh, Liza with a Z. We're not getting it. <laughs> no. we're, not. we're not.
1: We're not. We're not. We're gonna take Biden and Kamala, and you know what? Our fucking panties are gonna fly off, and we're gonna say thank you. Oh my god. Thank you. Thank you. Imagine them together. You guys, now imagine uh, take it mm. to the fucking streets, Kamala. I mean, it's mm. beyond. It is beyond. We can look yeah. at Biden grabbing her shoulders, oh. kissing her on the back of the head. Oh my god! It's It'll hugging. Re- it's it's like this all arms of it. Oh, all grabbing of
0: the what? And then you have Jill Biden, who's also and a star, Jill and her Jill and her hug. hug, and yes. that one. And then Jill and the, her man Kamala's husband they'll hug. I didn't even and know Kamala hum- was married. That She's married. Me. Okay, damn it. <laughs> she's
1: married. If I don't get. One million tweets about this and Patreon messages. Biden Harris. Biden Harris. Biden Harris. Biden Harris. Or and war, that yep. is the matchup.
0: Yep. Miach up. That is the <laughs> that is the match up. You're right.
1: It is. JoJo and, together and
0: Kiki together again. JoJo and Kiki. JoJo and fucking Kiki, you JoJo guys. JoJo and Kiki. It's beyond. It is beyond. And we
1: will take JoJo and Kiki to the streets like nobody's biz. And people will be like, don't nickname them that. And we'll go, yes, we are.
0: Uh, No, I'm getting a street uh, um, Yard sign, it's gonna say Jojo and Kiki for president Uh, If we don't win a Peabody for that Something (laughs) is wrong with the world I mean, we should have been fucking invited To the Democratic National Convention We gave them the idea
1: And we were snubbed Again
0: We're not invited to the (laughs) the thing. We should be part of the conversation And we're not
1: I apparently didn't learn not to how to yell right into the microphone. <laughs> Jesus, I almost broke my own fucking eardrums off.
0: It was JoJo and Kiki. The excitement
1: was just palpable, you guys. Yeah. It was palpable, and it went like corona droplets floating out of our mouths <laughs> out, and we basically infected all of America mm-hmm. with the wonderful, beautiful, perfect idea mm-hmm. of JoJo and Kiki. And like every other thirst bucket, we had to immediately fucking put the video of you with Kamala Harris mm-hmm. and oh, oh, I had to send it. I had to remind my parents, you know, oh, what I mean? sent it out. People were like you already sent this to me. This is now the second time in five minutes. I go, oh, OK, I got lost <laughs> in my address book. I not only did I have to do you and Kamala Harris from the LGBTQ <sighs> town hall. Mm-hmm. I also then, of course, had to write. We came up with this shit. <laughs> we came up with this, this clout chasing credit mongering oh. for days. Between Kamala Harris and WAP, okay? Oh, last week was so goddamn good. Cardi B <laughs> literally dropped a banger called Wet Ass Pussy, okay, Mom? So savagely sexual that YouTube censored the video. And 10 days later, she was on a Zoom call interviewing <laughs> Joe Biden after he announced that he'd chosen Kamala Harris as his running mate. WAP and Kamala have changed our entire Outlook on the rest of 2020 mm-hmm. If only there wasn't a worldwide Pandemic ruining the optimism and joy In everything we'd probably already Have a job in the Biden campaign we would have oh. been at the With the convention
0: I know and I kept Thinking too when are they going to call us to be On the LGBTQ <laughs> Town hall community division that's Going to be right. in the White House why aren't we going to Be a part of it god damn it The fact that Cardi B was talking to Joe Biden After wet-ass pussy came out And she got a ton of shit for that And that turd, incel, twat, cunt Ben Ben Shapiro Loser tool Ben Shapiro Had to try and come for her And all the conservatives needed to come for All the tiny, dicked fucking guys Who've never laid hands on women before Or men, whatever (laughs) Just had to come for her They couldn't take the power They couldn't take the power They could not take the power And Joe Biden was not bothered Not Mm-mm. Bothered, Mm-mm. and even brought
1: his his daughter. It was like, my daughter's a huge fan of yours. It was She's like, like, I love it. I have a wet ass <laughs> pussy too. My pussy gets super wet. It's gushy. You need a you need a mop, honey. Oh, it's so good. The song is beyond addicting. Mm-hmm. Kamala and Joe are beyond addicting. We're just beyond. having. Beyond. We're just loving it. Loving it. And if mm-hmm. Corona's the only thing, just <sighs> ruining everything. So, before we get out of here, <laughs> mm. we got a special picture postcard. Yeah. For our drug den bulletin board, okay? Yes. So, it's from Kelly Bond. It's a pic of her with <laughs> WWE ginger icon, Irish ginger icon, Sheamus, okay? He is, uh, he uses a whack fucking Irish accent, but apparently he's really from Ireland. Mm-hmm. So, under him, she printed on the card Spiky Ginge Sheamus And under her She printed Sweaty Dyke Kelly Bond Loves it (laughs) So we talked about Sheamus and professional Wrestlers on our Patreon because we Created a character For Julie (laughs) named Joan Law Who is a feminist Lesbian man-hating Referee who gets In fights with all The wrestlers when the pandemic is over, we are going to do a full GoFundMe so Julie can go to Orlando and audition at the <laughs> WWE Complex, okay? We're dead serious. If you want to hear about Joan Law, go to join the Patreon, okay? That's right. Go to the Patreon, patreon.com slash
0: dumbgaypolitics. You get one episode for $1, two episodes for $2 a week, and it's not politics at all, and we talk about all kinds of bullshit, including being Joan Law and Brandy Savage and going on WWE, and where, because I get jealous of my man, when any of the men talk to Brandy Savage, my manager, and I throw them through windows, and I throw them at cars, and I throw cars at them through windows, and... Come on WWE if you're listening how could You not want that how could you not fucking Want we don't need any more porny ladies On WWE you need no. something different no, we Still need
1: them there but well, new yeah We need we need or in addition how about That two old hags in addition <laughs> Now Kelly Bond I just Love her so much because now we have a picture Of dumb fucking Seamus yeah. To go on our drug den yeah. Off podcast studio Bulletin board yeah
0: See she said dear Brandy and Julie I hope this photo of a sloppy soft butch les next to your favorite Irish WWE star add some inspiration fuel to your Joan Law fire this was taken at a Florida WWE wrestling school show sometime in 2009 Sheamus definitely did not wrestle but showed up to make a cool couple G's by putting his arm around smelly wrestling fans and looking miserable in photos true in my (laughs) early 20s i became fully invested in the roided out soap opera scene courtesy of a close friend of mine who loved this shit i even ended up going to wrestlemania 26 with him in fucking glendale arizona do you know how far of a drive that was from (laughs) goddamn florida Vinny passed away a few years ago not to be a bummer but hearing you talk about all the silly wrestling shit brought back a lot of great memories and i wanted to say thank you for that also thank you for doing these podcasts especially the patreon ones it's the only way I've been able to keep from completely losing my shit over these last four COVID months. Love you both. Thank you for everything. Stay safe and keep podcasting.
1: Well, that's nice. So nice. Thank you so much, Kelly. You're yeah. so cute. On the card, we are throwing you on the bulletin board. Bulletin board.
0: <laughs> We're throwing you on the bulletin bar, Kelly. Seamus <laughs> is here now,
1: and he's gonna throw you on the bullet bulletin board. That's a better the accent bulletin- than Seamus uses. Throw you on the bulletin board, Kelly. <laughs> Now it's time for the shitty week in Corona.
3: Guess what, bitch? (laughs) Coronavirus. Corona.
0: There's no such thing as a not shitty week During coronavirus But this was absolutely the most awesome week We've had since this whole thing started It might even be the most awesome week We've had since Trump got elected Yeah, (laughs) corona is still raging Much of America is still in lockdown Including us here in California Summer break is over And most of the kids in America are doing school remotely And people are still dying And suffering from COVID-19 Eight days ago the future looked very bleak But then, on Tuesday, Joe Biden announced that he had finally selected his presidential running mate and he had chosen Kamala Harris. And we shit our fucking pants. Literally. For those of you who don't know, don't care, or simply don't remember, Kamala Harris is a sitting United States senator from California. Before becoming a senator, Kamala Harris was elected to serve as the district attorney of San Francisco. And as such, she was California's very first district attorney of color. After that, she became the first black person and the first woman to serve as the attorney general of California, which incidentally means she led America's second largest justice system behind the federal
1: justice system. Blam! Blam! Blow! She was elected to represent California in the United States Senate in the same election that Trump won November 2016. Julie and I drove down to Long Beach and voted early because we were going to be in Mexico on voting day. It took us two hours (laughs) to get back to LA from Long Beach. And I remember we talked about Kamala Harris almost the entire ride home. There was no one else new to be excited about. At that point, no one thought Trump had a chance. And though I'm not a big fan of Hillary Clinton, honestly, we would have been depressed to lose Obama no matter who was taking his place. But as Californians... We had just gotten to vote for Kamala Harris and we were so hyped. Yeah. A couple weeks later, our lives
0: fell apart. (laughs) Bravo canceled People's Couch and made us keep it a secret. And Trump got elected. So we did the only thing we could do. We got wasted for a month straight and started a podcast. Everyone who predicted that Trump and his administration would be the end of America as we knew it was right. (laughs) The entire four years of Trump have been unbelievably depressing and each year worse than the last. And though there were many bright stars who we loved in Congress, like Elijah Cummings, Elizabeth Warren, Hakeem Jeffries, Nancy Pelosi, Adam Schiff, John Lewis, AOC, Maxine Waters and Cory Booker, there was only one person who owned our heart from day one. And that was Kamala Harris.
1: (laughs) Kamala Harris and Cory Booker were the first black people to ever serve on the Senate Intelligence Committee, which, by the way, is fucking insane and disgusting since it's been around for 45 fucking years. And while on that committee, Kamala Harris made every single person who testified for Trump her bitch. The level of owning is not even to be described. Every word out of her mouth was a flex. She flexes without even trying. And watching her make despicable grown white men stammer in fear and forget their lies was the only thing that really gave us any hope in the last four years. And now that she's officially with Joe Biden, we are literally looking at our first woman vice president and our first woman president, and we're going to be looking at her ass for the next 12 years. (laughs) And not
0: for nothing, it wasn't just what she did in the hearings that gave us life. She's been a longtime fighter for gay rights and a huge supporter of the LGBT community. I mean, people don't realize maybe they do, maybe they don't. But I think a lot of the ones don't realize she's. She has been uh, a friend, an ally of the LGBTQ community from begins. Okay. She has never voted for the Defense of Marriage Act. She never was into any of that shit. She always talked against it. Always. And then she fucking officiated gay weddings. When they made gay marriage legal in California, she officiated a bunch of fucking gay weddings. Then the Supreme Court went and overturned it. And she went back and she said, oh, you're going to overturn it? Well, I'm going to go officiate some more gay fucking weddings, dicks. When she was Attorney General, she battled the panic defense. And if you don't know what that is, it is one of the most disgusting legal defense strategies where a person claims that um, well,
1: that they beat someone up or killed or them, killed them in, because, a
0: panic. in a panic because they were gay. She's always been on the side of The right side of the law and on the right side of justice, no matter what you think or what you think that is controversial about her prosecutorial practices, you're wrong or her record or whatever. (laughs) Yeah, record. You are wrong. You're actually wrong. So in 2011, she petitioned the Ninth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals to repeal Proposition 8, which was the measure that banned same sex marriage. In two thousand
1: eight, right, old Prop eight, no hate. We all remember those fucking cheesy pictures with Too everyone bad. like touching lightly, <laughs> and then they had the eight on their face, no hate or whatever.
0: Right, where you're blown out with light. <laughs> right, your
1: eyes are piercing. Yeah, you feel like you've never looked fiercer.
0: Yeah. In twenty eighteen, she introduced the Do No Harm Act to prevent the use of religious beliefs to be used as a means to discriminate against the community.
1: Wow. How she, about that? I mean, the thing is, How about is that, that she was. She was district attorney and then attorney general So what that is is basically a lawyer It's like that the, <clears throat> the head lawyer Of yep. the entire state sit For San Francisco city and then the state And bitch was fucking in San Francisco It was probably non-stop civil rights Offenses against mm-hmm. gay people right? And she's fighting that tooth yep. and nail every day Like we get the feels in our vagina Over that this fucking podcast <laughs> is called Dumb gay politics <laughs> yeah, It's like it's a big deal to us And look people make mistakes That's
0: and that there's no one's perfect people make mistakes and the thing with her is that she owns them and she has said publicly when people have criticized there are things that she did that she regretted or did without her full consent she then said but well you know what I was attorney general so the buck stops with me and I'm sorry that happened and you know it's my responsibility so She's a person with integrity and loyalty and knows what's right and wrong and is on the right side of justice and civil rights and, like, it's pro-LGBTQ community, pro-all people. So I what I also love about her is that she goes to Gay Pride every year, and every year she goes to Gay Pride, she wears a glittery rainbow
1: jacket of some kind. And I remember you were so touched <laughs> during, because she... During her campaign for president when she was Like actively still yeah she hadn't quit yet mm-hmm. She went and got Did her went shopping it was all Covered like on the news She got mm-hmm. her glittery jacket mm-hmm. She was not shying away from Oh my she god stayed true to what she had been yep. For years and years and years and years
0: and Leaning in I mean Leaning in like she clearly like loves It has a good time she's It's not just like sometimes you see politicians Like what marching down the thing being Like it's all right guys Right it's cool and that's fine
1: yeah, she's she feels comfortable in that. Environment. Comfortable, yeah, it's you know, clear. That she'll go to the club.
0: Get she her was dance. At the Abbey. the That's
1: night right. before. That's right. The LGBTQ yep. town hall. Yep. She went to the Abbey. Yep. People lost their minds. Yeah. And you know what? We watched every single person at the LGBTQ town hall. And a lot of them did awesome. And we're talking Joe Biden. And he did make eye contact with me and say, I'm serious. <laughs> so that is there. That's also on tape. I was also on tape so I mean, we literally we went and saw Joe Biden speak we have a freaking sign uh, from seeing him speak like we're we're in it we're in it to win it but out of everyone and I can say this honestly uh-huh. the only people that weren't there were Bernie Sanders and Andrew Yang out of everyone that of the nominees that spoke at that town hall mm-hmm. she was the she was the most comfortable and the best and she walked out just like bitches I've been done yeah, doing yeah. this <laughs> I've been done doing yeah. this I didn't even yeah. memorize anything right. and I love it her story is so Captivating and amazing so she she has this um, Biography called the truths we hold which We definitely need Mm -hmm. to get if she reads it Because God knows we love to hear her Voice her voice her voice her voice her Voice her voice her Mm -hmm. voice her voice so in That in her book she basically chronicles Her her whole growing up process and it's Really interesting because her her parents Met at Berkeley right so her mom was from India mm-hmm. and came over to to get into the PhD program mm-hmm. at Berkeley. Her dad was from Jamaica mm-hmm. and he came to get into the PhD program. Mm-hmm. Now her mom who's 100% Indian, right. her dad was a huge politician in like an activist politician in like South India where she's from mm-hmm. I think. So she was just always really minded like that, like especially in the '60s. I think even as an as an Indian woman getting to come to Berkeley, yeah, wow. I think that was I think that was really progressive of even her parents. It's I like would they say so. A, definitely had very strong arranged marriages at that oh time. Oh my god! Yeah, a whole full caste system. Yeah, like yeah. So. So she was always, she was really, really progressive and came from an activist background. She immediately hooked up with the civil rights group Mm -hmm. at Berkeley, which was all black people. She was the only person that wasn't black and she was in it. Now this is where, and they were going ham on the daily. (laughs) They were having meetings. They were fucking in it. And you know, Berkeley is like still to this minute, just coming for the shit. So They were really, they were marching And the 60s was already, was already happening But they were at every march They were doing it, they were organizing the whole bit So she meets Kamala Harris's Dad Mm -hmm. there They hook up, they get married pretty quickly Um, According to the book Like they didn't even meet each other's families So it was already pretty crazy For someone from India But even his family, they were like No, we don't care about what you, we don't, whatever So they Continue doing school They have Kamala and her sister Maya and then throughout it was like he was moving around because he he got a PhD in economics and so he was moving around to to, he was being a professor and they didn't really want to move yada 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 anyway they got divorced. So Kamala Harris's mom moves back to the Bay Area and Contacts her friend who was in that in the group With them in the in the protest group And the civil rights group and his name's Aubrey she's like I need Help I have these two daughters and So he's like okay he takes her to Oakland <laughs> he introduces Her to his aunt Regina okay She owned two houses in a row On a street in Oakland and a preschool So Kamala and Maya and their mom moved in above The preschool Okay, Mm -hmm. so because she had a preschool, this Aunt Regina, plus her own kids, they were then always around these other children and also Aunt Regina's kids that they're not related to. Mm -hmm. But since they were very little and her mom famously said, and this is in the book, that she knew they were going to be perceived as black, even though they were mixed race. And she wanted them to grow up in a black neighborhood and be able to to absorb and learn all of their history. She knew how the, the world would perceive them and she wanted them to be ready and be prepared and to grow up in that and that's what she wanted. So she became really, really close with Aunt Regina. And then so did Kamala and Maya. That's like their, that was like their, their grandma basically. Mm-hmm. They're super close. That's like their siblings in this whole preschool and their cousins and but they're not related to them but i'm talking about really grew up with that whole family because their whole extended family doesn't even live you know Mm. so aubrey that they call him uncle aubrey (laughs) he organized this group for these kids called cactus cultural awareness come together unity (laughs) session okay (laughs) how i I can't even take it like i'm like i'm getting like it's just so amazing yeah so they would go and they would do all It was like every Sunday they would take field trips And they would go to exhibits and like Maya Angelou things and like All whatever cultural awareness Shit they had going on in the Bay Area Oakland and San Francisco they'd go out and they'd do it Oh my God. So then that that group sort of became And this was just all the little cousins And just all the kids as they are growing up For years and years they would do this And as each kid In the family Would reach like 16 They would ask them they'd sit them down they'd have the cactus meeting and they would ask them okay so what are you going to do in your fight for justice and it's sort of you know (sighs) making them focus what they're going to do when they graduate high school and what Mm -hmm. you know how they're going to contribute to the fight for justice and so supposedly in her book she says that she was all excited and she was like (laughs) okay cool i'm gonna be a prosecutor i've decided to become a prosecutor and the whole family was like, mm, we're not really into that because they prosecutors are the ones who are kind of it's, seen as yeah, the enemy. Right. Especially at that time in the 70s. It was just like, no, that's not. We weren't. We were We're not looking of- to put more people in jail. <laughs> yeah. We're looking for justice. Right. Right. So she was just like. Her family was disappointed. She said she had to basically get together a whole PowerPoint <laughs> dissertation and, and have call another Amazing. meeting and be like, okay, here's the wow. deal. This is why. Doop, doop, doop. This is why I want to do this. And the crux of it was like, why do we have to always be the ones on our knees begging for help or fighting from the outside? I want to make change from the inside. <sighs> it's so next level. And can I tell you, Aunt Regina mm. took her to church Every fucking Sunday in Oakland, like a traditional Black Baptist church in Oakland, the the minister was, or it was Reverend Pointer, father to Pointer sisters. Shut the oh fuck god. up! Oh my god! Oh my god!
3: Get out of
1: the room. <laughs> the the Bible wow. that Aunt Regina wow. had every Sunday. Kamala Harris gets sworn in. From when she was district attorney, attorney general, Senate, every time she gets sworn in, that's the Bible. Aubrey flies the Bible out.
0: Mother, how do we not? Who doesn't like this? Who, if you are not into this, I don't know what to. Ta- I don't know what to say. I honestly, I, I think that I'm not even going to say. I'm not even going to. I, I just don't know how you don't love this. So wonderful. I don't know how you don't love this.
1: It's so wonderful. How doesn't
0: this not make you feel? Honestly, for the first time, and I think Obama's great, and I love Obama. And loved Joe Biden with Obama and all that, and that was nice, and that felt good. But this, I have never felt like this. <laughs> I have never
1: felt like this. Yeah, that's what you said when when we they made the we heard the announcement that that they were together. We like were like just didn't even know how to react. It was just like, wait, what? It was like it happened to us. Like oh, we got the job. We got the job. We got the TV show. Oh my god, we got sad. the TV show. Fuck, it's fuck, it's fuck, it fuck. It and it was does. like we were like walking aimlessly. Like what do we do? I'm like, okay, put the TV up. Where's where's the town hall? I got to film it. And then I recorded. I got to post something. Yeah. Oh my god. And it was like. You when we settled down you were just like I've never felt like this I've just never felt like this I can't believe this I've never felt like this once Ever in any election I've never felt So um, Safe And like
0: (laughs) I know they're Going to take care of that even even though It's going to be fighting and gross And there's there's already so many disgusting Things going on but I feel like I feel impenetrable I feel invincible With her and him with the two of them Because I do love him too but It's because of her. Yeah, it's her. And then thinking about her as president, I could I could I could hit my head with a hammer (laughs) and and keep smiling. You know what I mean? I I just cannot believe it. It, I can't believe it. So great. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Okay, now it's time for our new weekly segment. Close your legs to white supremacy. Okay, so last week we introduced a new weekly segment called Close Your Legs to White Supremacy. Why? Because America is in the middle of a racial reckoning. And not only are we here for it, we are committed to talking about it on our podcast every week, indefinitely, until social and
1: racial justice are served. So right now, we really don't want to talk about anything but Kamala Harris, which unfortunately worked out perfectly for this segment. Because after Joe Biden announced her name on Tuesday... Republicans spent the entire week spreading their legs for the white supremacy of Trump and his Fox News butt buddies.
0: OK, so the white supremacist trash box who kicked off the leg spreading celebration was actually the magazine Newsweek. Remember Newsweek? Have they even been around? We look at news and politics every fucking day and I've never <laughs> seen Newsweek. I don't even know if it even exists online. They literally resurrected a dead magazine in order to publish a racist conspiracy theory based op ed written by conservative, a.k.a.
1: white supremacist lawyer named Dr. John Eastman. So this rotted cockroach (laughs) claims in his opinion Mm. essay that Kamala Harris is not eligible to be a vice presidential nominee because she is, quote, not a natural born citizen, (sighs) which is the requirement set forth in the 12th Amendment to the Constitution. Mm hmm. Even though Kamala Harris was in fact born in Oakland, this Republican jizmonger <laughs> got Newsweek to spread their legs for his white supremacy and publish an opinion piece claiming that because neither one of Kamala Harris's parents were American citizens at the time of her birth, that she is technically classified as a naturalized citizen rather than a natural born citizen.
0: Uh father is from Jamaica her mother is from India they met in the early 60s while they were students at UC Berkeley where they were presumably using student visas in order to attend they married in 1963 and Kamala Harris was born a year later in Oakland
1: <laughs> he can fuck off and die and so can Newsweek the level of blatant mm-hmm. racism mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and prejudice oh and bigotry that and discrimination that we just that you can just see blatantly on the yeah. streets just like what's How fucking how Newsweek? uh, Her her father is a decorated Stanford professor, mamout, with a PhD in economics. Okay, her mother has a PhD in endocrinology and was a pioneering research scientist whose discoveries with the progesterone receptor or some shit (laughs) literally, mamout, literally started and kicked off breast cancer research she was the first her mother okay they never left they always lived in freaking america after school i mean her mom did do another job in canada which is that's still that's still north america motherfuckers and it's like i didn't see anyone coming
0: to the table when arnold schwarzenegger became governor where was his where was his birth certificate asked nobody i don't see trump going around being like arnold schwarzenegger isn't a natural born citizen and he
1: became governor exactly so what's the problem i don't care if they never got citizenship and secretly smuggled Kamala Harris to America in a fucking Chanel diaper bag. The contributions they've made to this fucking country far exceed anything that that piece of shit has ever done. Mm. And it's irrelevant anyway because she was born in Oakland. Right. So, to no
0: one's surprise, this stupid op-ed... Awoke the Chinese-Russian troll zombie mob, who proceeded to troll Twitter and Facebook all day on Wednesday. And of course, dumbfuck Trump was the first in line to get trolled by the conspiracy theory. And of course, he had no problem looking like the special ed reject that he is by immediately repeating it at a press conference.
1: On a campaign. Will you say now that Kamala Harris is eligible to run and be vice president or president based on being born in Oakland, California? So I have
2: nothing to do with that. I read Uh. something about it. And I will say (laughs) that he is a brilliant lawyer, that I guess he wrote an article about it. So I know nothing about it, but it's not something that bothers me.
1: But, sir, when you do that, it creates
2: Why down- do you say that? I just don't know about it. But it's not something that we will you be pursuing. Know, let me put it differently.
1: President, you know.
2: Let me be, let me put it differently. Don't tell me what I know. Let me put it differently. Let me put it differently. Ew, I heard six uh, laughing. To me, it doesn't bother me at all. I don't know about it. I read one quick article. The lawyer happens to be a brilliant lawyer, as you probably know. He wrote an article <laughs> okay. saying there could be a problem. It's not something that I'm going to be pursuing.
1: Is she eligible,
2: sir? I, I just told you. I have not gone into it in great detail. If she's got a problem, you would have thought if that she, she would have been vetted. Service, you would have she thought was. that she would have been vetted by Sleepy Joe. Yeah, go ahead.
1: Oh my God. And real quick, her dad's name mm-hmm. is Donald J. Harris. Oh my God. And like oh God. and like you know, certain people. Oh my God! Like I've known that you, you, your middle name, your middle name uh, starts with an L. So you, I have seen your name written Julie L. Goldman. Yeah. My middle name is Nicole. I have never once written Brandy and Howard. I yeah. It's Brandy Howard or it's brand. If somebody did my middle name, it'd be Brandy Nicole. Right. It, it's a it's a move to only do your initial. Yes. And the fact that he does that move, and so does Donald Trump. Oh my God, I love it. Donald J. Harris. Like, do you just think she just cringes?
0: I would. Th- <laughs> I would think she has a sense of humor about it. I think. I think that they. I think she has I think she she has a sense of humor about everything yeah and I think that that is not gonna go um, like you know above or below her I think like if we had somebody in our family that was Donald J Howard or Goldman I would be like hey fucking Don or whatever I'd be like how's your tan done or whatever just you know what I mean yeah just be funny
1: okay so our next star shamelessly spreading his legs for white supremacy is Tucker Carlson Tucker Carlson hosts the most problematic and sadly the most popular show on cable news. It's called Tucker Carlson Tonight and of course it's on Cox News, the (laughs) channel responsible for brainwashing all of America's white grandparents. Here's Tucker on his sucky show talking shit about Kamala Harris.
2: Just tell Kamala Harris what to say
1: and she will say it. That is the whole point of Kamala Harris. Mm. Tucker, can I just say one quick thing
0: because this is something that will serve you and your fellow um, hosts on Fox. Her name is
3: pronounced comma like the punctuation mark. Look, Kamala. Okay. okay. We, uh, seriously, I've heard every sort Un- of
1: pronunciation. Okay. So what? That.
3: That's how
0: it is. Uh, Kamala. So what? Okay. okay.
1: Well, but
2: that, I that's... think it's out of respect for somebody who's going to be on the national ticket. Pronouncing her name right is actually okay. not—it's kind of a big So I'm minima. disrespecting her by mispronouncing
1: her name unintentionally. So yes. begins. You're not allowed to criticize Kamala Harris. Or Kamala Harris or whatever, Kamala. No, because no, no. It's Kamala, Kamala Harris. No, it's whatever.
0: I I need to point out that uh, he could have just said, "Oh God, I didn't know that. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Whatever. You're right. When well, like we didn't know. We just were saying whatever. We said her name wrong. We said her name. We didn't wrong. have
1: to go. What? Oh, what? I'm disrespecting her because I said her name wrong by accident. And it's like, well. Well, yeah, you can't continue now. That's the whole point. That's why someone corrected you. Right. And why we anyone corrects the pronunciation of a name. Because, yeah, the more you continue to mispronounce someone's name, it does become disrespectful. So, yes, you're, you're trying just- to show someone some respect and some... Yes, that's what it is to respect another person. That's the way. What are you gonna willfully say her name wrong still? Right, that's what's disrespectful. What's
0: not, what isn't, you're not being disrespectful by unintentionally saying a name wrong. You're being disrespectful by willfully saying the name wrong now that you know how to pronounce it, you fucking foreskin cheese liquor. Okay, to care.
1: Now it's time for a moment with Melania.
3: Как <laughs> well-
1: We haven't heard much from our first lady regarding the coronavirus pandemic or the Black Lives Matter movement. She's been seen walking with Trump to and from Air Force One, working her usual kidnapped cyborg sex slave look. But she never talks because she's not allowed to. But here recently, a couple things have happened to the Trump family. And we need to hear what the bitch has to say. Okay, so. For one, Trump's brother just died unexpectedly and mysteriously. And this was the brother that Trump said was his best friend. So that's got to be intense and sad. Having just been to a funeral, it's hard not to feel for their family, even while suspecting foul play. And we do. <laughs> and two, Gislane Maxwell, the head hooker finder and child broker for Jeffrey Epstein, was caught last month. So all the old rich white billionaire skanks are quaking in their boots hoping someone is going to kill her. Now, even though Bill Clinton and Donald Trump are not quite billionaires, they are rotted old rich white dirtbags (laughs) who had deep, deep ties with Epstein. And since Epstein owned a French modeling agency and was known to procure Eastern European hooker models for men. It was no surprise when he made the claim that he was, in fact, the person who introduced Trump and Melania, and he did make that claim. So here to set the record straight on that and much, much more is our beautiful first lady, Melania Trump. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Thank you, Brandy. It's wonderful to be with you. My husband, Donald, is going through a hard time now. The family is going to funeral while they there. I'm going to go shopping. For new clothes, new shoes, new bag, new plane for when I fly away uh, when Donald gets fired and uh, put in prison. Do you think that you really won't go to the funeral? Uh, I'm going to go to the part where they do like the food part. You know, like mm-hmm. they have family come and well, actually they're going to go to they're going to have funeral in White in White House. Oh, okay. So we're going to have small f- memorial. Um, you know that I'm doing... Um, um, redoing Rose- the Rose Garden, I'm, doing yes. re- I'm redoing Rose Garden. <laughs> and it's just in time because I had overheard Donald speaking. Someone over phone say, then after he died, we put him in Rose Garden. Oh. So, uh, because we don't want anyone to find out about uh, ch- fucking children. And, of course, <laughs> uh, young girls, hookers, and... Um, uh, Jeffrey
1: Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell. Do you think that the family will wear masks at the funeral?
0: No, I don't think <laughs> they will. No, I think they will not wear masks. I think they don't believe in masks. Mm. I think that they will wear um, uh, regular clothes mm-hmm. and then they will do more breathing on each other to show American people that Kirione is not real. Uh. That it's fake, even though mm, many people in the in um, administration have, have it. And a few, uh, few of them uh, have died. <laughs> so, but I don't, they don't, they think that's from, you know, high blood pressure. Right. Uh, falling. You right. know, uh, Trump's brother died from falling down. I thought they didn't release the cause of death. Well, that's what they're saying, that he had fall and he's had a uh, bleeding in brain. Mm. And then you go, how does someone fall and have bleeding in brain? They
1: pushed. Right. You know. Now, speaking of murders, is it true that Epstein, Jeffrey Epstein, introduced you and Trump? You
0: know, I, I have foggy memory there. Mm-hmm. I, I remember coming from Slovenia and my parents saying to me, get in box to be shipped to America. And then I went into box and then I, I ended up in America. Wake up. right. And And then there was Donald Trump Standing there going You know you have to sign this contract You know Then we get married uh, We make the love one time And then we make the baby And I okay (laughs) Jeffrey Epstein might have been there for that signing
1: He and DG's Lane was there too Right Maybe Because you definitely knew there are many, 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 many photos of you and Jislene. Well,
0: we, you know, I mean, I meet many people through my time as model, and many people through my time as model, and Lane <laughs> happened to be there maybe like twenty times. <laughs> okay. You know, sometimes someone's there many, many times because you're friends, but sometimes <laughs> you're just there because you're at a party, or you know, you go. Paris Hilton there or why was Jennifer no, Garner was only there? Paris Hilton was
1: there only really one time.
0: Well that's what I'm saying there's people who there are parties people who are your actual friends that call meet you for lunch for example Ghislaine Maxwell yeah. and me so you know I I you know me I love children. Right. That's I true. love you do. children I would never do nothing and
1: I would never be part of anything where children being hurt or abused I do think there were two things happening with the Jeffrey Epstein you know, yes. with the with the human trafficking yes. ring, I think there were women that were being trafficked like me against their will, slightly paid, very coerced, right? Contract and paid, but maybe not paid poorly. we never allowed to get out of the contract. They were over mm-hmm. 18. That is still human sex trafficking. Yes. And hooker fuckers, um, particularly married ones and liars and that are in politics are pieces of shit. Yes, but then there was the child sex trafficking, and work. I did not know
0: about that. I right. did not. I didn't. I couldn't imagine. Just leave my friend, I mean, allegedly, though someone <laughs> I knew from parties would do such things with little kids and other girls and little boys and boys. I have son. I don't want my Baron to be treated such as. No, I cannot believe that she did such things. But I'll tell you this. Bitch knew how to drink. <laughs> Woo. I'm from Slovenia. We do vodka like it's water, okay? I can drink you under the table. I know I look like, oh, I'm just model. I can't do nothing. I had plastic surgery without anesthesia. Only a <laughs> bottle of vodka, okay? A bottle of vodka. That's what I have all plastic surgery with. Look at the pictures. You can see my entire look has changed over the last 20 years. It has. It sure has. Yeah. Just, just subtly well that's the whole thing you do it in beats you do it in little (laughs) portions little portions and that's how we do it we do little cuts little nicks little moves little little pulls little tacks little (laughs) this little that but i whole time
1: vodka 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 now it's time for so there's that All right. So this is the part of the show where Julie has to find a so there's that moment that's happening because of or in spite of our piece of shit president, the diarrhea toilet Republicans (laughs) and the Corona crazy culture war that they are all responsible for. She hates doing it. And even though we just got Uh Kamala Harris and she's the so there's that for the next motherfucking decade, we still need you to find the small rays of light shining through each. Pile of poo the republicans Leave in their shitty wake so Tell us ma'am, ma'am what is your so There's that for this week let's Just dive in let's just dive let's in. Just dive let's in just dive right okay. in. okay what's The deal
0: with the postal service and Who the fuck is Louis de the <laughs> Postmaster general his name sounds Like someone who created porn during The french revolution <laughs> and his job Title sounds like a porn The postmaster general calls Eh, 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 Did you know
1: Did you know that it was a real We for you be honest You forgot it was a real job forgot yeah (laughs) Didn't even think about it yeah (laughs) The
0: postmaster general Byron chicken. He's basically like the head of the entire Postal Service. The Postal Service is part of the American fabric as we know it. We've never lived a day without a mailbox, stamps, the excitement of mail and of course going to the post office where you really see that it isn't a mythical magical mail carrying organization but an actual arm of the government that is explicitly authorized by the United States Constitution. Wow. Back in the day mail was only delivered between England and the colonies and then the founders were like, oh I need to mail my cousin in Virginia and see if he's (laughs) raped more women than me. (laughs) And so the old men of the Foundry of America implemented the Postal Service. The first Postmaster General, you ask? Who? Benjamin Franklin. Yes. Great one. (laughs) Additionally, the Post Office is technically an independent branch of the government, which just means the president can't use his executive orders on it.
1: I wait. I want to commit this to memory right now because that's definitely going to be a Jeopardy question. We've been watching a lot of old Jeopardy. Benjamin Franklin, first postmaster general. Mark my words. (laughs) You're right. The
0: president cannot take his little dick and slap it all over the postal (laughs) service, but he can appoint the boss of it, i.e., the postmaster general. So if the postmaster general is on the sock of the old presidential little dick, and that means he'll do whatever the president wants, i.e., Fire people, remove mail sorting machines, remove post boxes, reduce hours and pay for the people left working there, making the post office a slow moving, late mail delivering, living hell. Not that that would ever happen in a million years, since the post office is a sacred constitutional building block of democracy. What? <laughs> <laughs> yes, the post office has been in the news quite a lot this week. Why? Why? Because Trump's butt receiver, Louis DeJoy, the postmaster general, is doing Trump's bidding leading up to the presidential election.
1: Can't we have anything? Can't we keep anything? Can't we just keep anything? No. At least let's just keep getting
0: the shit we order online, <laughs> please. Please. Now there's a lot of noise and carrying on here and I want to just distill it down so I can get to the good news surrounding this epic shit pile. The post office has been flailing around for many years. Underfunding has led to a lot of problems. I blame Jeff Bezos. Oh, he's the reason for everyone's problems. In 2006, the Congress passed the Postal Act Amendment, which had the post office prepay worker benefits for 50 years. This ate out the money for Postal Service and didn't help but made things worse. And this bill has been called across the board one of the worst pieces of legislation in the history of the United States. Ew! No one has fucked with the Post Office. No one. Except under the George W. Bush administration. Of course. They did it. And it started the agency on a slow burn to hell. In 2011-2012, the Postal Service shut down about half their facilities and laid off tons of people... And it just kept going I'm, go- I'm simplifying here There's many levels Many layers But you get the gist
1: Yeah because they want to Fucking privatize it That's So they can invest correct. in it correct Oh can't. Yeah.
0: The post office has been In dire need of funding And good leadership for years Flash dance to now President Trump appointed Louis DeJoy The postmaster general He wants to make The post office great again Trump keeps telling us But when did he start Telling us this Oh yeah This week Have we even heard a peep throughout the last three and a half years about the post office have we heard one thing have we even heard this porny french man's name no not until now only in the lead up to the next presidential election i mean louis de must be the postal jefe for a reason right like a lot of mail experience knows everything about the mail right wrong louis de joy is a businessman (sighs) he made his money after taking over his parents trucking company which he built up and sold for 615 million dollars Oh my god And then went And created a real estate And investment firm Which then led To he and his wife Investing in companies That wait for it Just wait for this one <laughs> He and his wife Invested in companies That compete With the postal service Wow They have 70, they verified $75 million in assets and stocks invested in postal service competitors.
1: That is just beyond.
0: He is also a Trump mega donor, donating a very meager $1.2 million to the Trump campaign. That's a dollar to him.
1: Yeah. That's literally
0: a dollar (laughs) in his wallet. (laughs) So this week, Louis DeJoy and the Trump administration got on TV and looked us all in the eyes and said... The reason they're removing mail sorting machines Firing people Not giving overtime Taking away mailboxes And scaling back full mail facilities Is because the postal service Just doesn't have the money To cover any of it And oh. the fear is that They can't handle the volume Of mail and ballots They're about mm. to receive So it isn't safe And they don't want the election Getting stolen or rigged Parentheses By anyone but them Right <laughs> Exactly And as far as the baseless fraud fear The answer is removing money And scaling back right before the election Closing places and making it harder to vote And blame it all on the Democrats And say you're willing to make a deal But only if the Democrats give more money For your wall and a new tanning bed I made that part up Trump and his lackeys are going on every channel And spin 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 Washing the fake news Laundering their words Washing wash 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 Spin 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 Lies 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 So they can rig the election And make it impossible for people to vote Mitch McConnell then goes And puts the Congress on break And says we'll be back in September Making things move even slower I swear to God And I'm going to say this And I mean this with all my heart I hope they all die I'm not kidding Like today But since they're not going to contract Corona AIDS cancer rape, we have to now fight for our right to vote even harder. And who comes swooping down to our rescue? Nance Pelosi. Pelosi. She said, fuck you, Trump. Fuck you, McConnell. Fuck you, Louis DeJoy. And in fact, Louis DeJoy, I want to see you in a hearing and I want to see you now. Louis DeJoy then promptly disappeared And wouldn't talk to anyone And sent a mail pigeon out in the air To slowly let her
1: know He would be around maybe next month We'll see He probably sent it through the regular mail But since that's not delivering (laughs) And it takes a month at a time She never got it Right And it's probably somewhere With my last online order (laughs) Well she sent a FedEx overnight delivery That said go fuck yourself And if you
0: don't get your ass To a hearing immediately We will sue you And the UPS truck you have Hiding behind your house And so he agreed And now there's going to be A hearing next week and porn to joy is going to get his ass handed to him by the House of Representatives as they try and deconstruct why it is that Trump declined to give the Postal Service $25 billion. I am so happy we have Nance Pelosi and the Democrats stepping up here. I hope this reminds everyone how actually fragile our governmental systems are and how we easily take them for granted and why we, in fact, need government. So when Republicans lie to you and say, we want smaller government, what they actually want is more money to make sure you don't have an abortion and get corporations more money so they can make more money no matter the cost or consequence. It's all money for them in their own pockets. So luckily, we've got the hearing to look forward to as these Republicans flap their lying gums. But this piece de resistance, the cake on top of the ice cream is this. It's one of the best demonstrations slash rallies of the season. It basically is a group of people standing outside Louis DeJoy's condo in D.C. and his house in South Carolina making so much noise. It is, I believe, part of the reason he agreed to this hearing. The goal was to annoy him to death, to shame him publicly. The name of the demonstration, a wake-up call. And I mean, it literally was. They went there first thing in the morning with sirens, horns, Banging pots and pans and yelling at this piece of shit to wake up. I am living. Go watch the footage. It will put a spring in your step. Imagining Louis DeJoy being shamed for the gods outside his home for everyone to see and hear. And you know, with all that annoying noise, his neighbors hate his guts now more than ever. And if I may, we should all wake up. We've taken a lot of shit for granted before Trump seized and is solidifying his throne and we absolutely will not allow him to finish it. I am so riled up by the wake-up call and we cannot forget and must be vigilant. If it's possible for a bloated dictator to ruin and pull the fabric of our actual society, just think of what else he can do. It's time to save the postal service. It's time. Recognize nothing is safe and nothing is sacred under Donald Trump. Wake up. I love this demonstration because it's annoying and funny and pushy and specific to two fucking assholes who think they're above it all. And this week with the power of the people, annoying loudness and Democrats, Trump may be able to hide a little bit longer, but he knows we're coming for him. And Louis DeJoy got his wake up call early and is being dragged to the floor with nowhere to hide. And just a few minutes ago, he had to release a statement saying that they will not make any changes to the Postal Service until after the election. Woo! So there's that.
1: For this episode of dumb gay pandemic Politics thank you guys for listening We love you all so much and we are So grateful for all 14 of you Especially now Please consider joining our Patreon podcast if you haven't yet. It's $1 for one podcast a week and $2 for two podcasts a week. They're both an hour and they can definitely be hit or miss as far as content, but there's no ads, no politics, and no pressure to join the Patreon. It's just us pulling shit out of our asses every week and discussing it. You might find it soothing to listen to something with no structure or consistency, but But if nothing else, you'll be distracted from your own life, thinking how annoying and insufferable and tone deaf we are. Exactly. And
0: right now, it's important that we all spend part of every day plugged in and paying attention and contributing to the fight for (laughs) racial equality in whatever way that means for you. But it's also important to set aside a little time to disconnect and do something harmless and mindless. And there's nothing more mindless than our Patreon podcast. So if you want to try it out, just go to www.patreon.com/dumbgaypolitics and scroll down to the episode from September 11th, which is unlocked
1: and free for you to listen to. Also, if you listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, please, 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 please leave us a review if you haven't yet. We like to look like we have more than 14 listeners <laughs> when we are trying to book guests getting people in politics to do a comedy podcast is way harder than getting housewives or actors actors will go to the opening of a tampon (laughs) just to promote their new stupid fucking zoom cooking show we don't even care leave a negative review it's still a review or give us two stars and don't even write anything it'll take you two seconds and if you don't listen on Apple Podcasts, good for you we despise those star fucking tax avoiding (laughs) sweatshop loving douchebags and as always it's been real and it's been fun but mostly it's been gay and it's been dumb
3: Well, you got caught with a flat, well, how about that? Well, babies, don't you panic. By the light of the night, it'll all seem all right. I'll get you a satanic mechanic. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. from transsexual transylvania <laughs> Head hey i'm just a sweet transvestite, sweet transvestite. from transsexual transylvania <laughs> so come up to the left.